Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 113. And apologies again up front. This is another one of those episodes that I have to use my headphones, my Apple earbuds essentially, to record because my podcast mic stopped working. The good news is I have another one on order and it should be here tomorrow doesn't solve the problem for today, but this one is going to be short and sweet, so hopefully you can hang with me for this episode despite the audio quality, and then we'll be back to business as usual. So this episode is titled, It Takes As Long As It Takes, and some of you guys might know that over in my private Facebook group, Run Your First 50K, we are doing, I shouldn't say we, I'm doing, (laughs) I'm doing 30 days of thought downloads and sharing that process over in the group. So what this essentially means is that every day I've committed to for the next, well, uh, as I'm recording this today was day five. So I have 25 more days. I've committed to sitting down, spending anywhere from five to however many minutes monitoring my thoughts, writing them down in a journal and just noticing what's going on. It's different from a journaling exercise in that it's not um, a venting session as someone in the group uh, correctly identified. It is monitoring my thoughts. So noticing what I'm thinking and then consciously working on fixing the thought error that might be leading to whatever the result is that I have gotten specifically the ones that I don't want, specifically the results I don't want. So every day over there, I have been sharing what the most prominent thought of the day has been when I'm doing that process. And today, I identified this thought and I thought it was so good that I not only shared it within the group, but I'm also turning it into this podcast episode. And the thought is essentially the title. It takes as long as it takes. And this is something that I think a lot of us as runners can identify with and a thought that might resonate with all of us because there is this, what I call a push-pull effect when we're training because we have a finite amount of time between now and our race day and we have a lot of things to get done in those weeks and days and minutes, right? And it can feel like we need to go fast. But at the same time, we also actually need to slow things down and smooth it out so that we can actually create the skills that we need in order to get us through training and to show up on race day primed and ready to go. Some of those skills are going to happen faster. We're going to learn them faster. They're going to become uh, part of our routine faster. And some of them take a little bit of time. And just as an example, zone two is one of those things that might take a little bit more time. And if you can adopt this mindset of it takes as long as it takes, I think it would be beneficial not only in your training, but it can probably bleed over into other areas of your life as well. And one of the things that I actually wrote down in my journal, it's right here in front of me, I'm going to read from it as I'm recording this, was basically that um, we learn things on our own timelines. So I talked about this like in a previous episode where I talked about the timeline from my first marathon to my first 100 miles 
or, or first marathon, first ultra, and then hundred miles, like how long that took me for some people, that time frame is much more compressed. Like if you listened to, uh, the episode I did with Sarah Brandt, you will remember she did her first 50 K and her first 50 miler all at the same time. And spoiler alert, I have another podcast episode coming up with her. She also finished a hundred miles this year and she went, so her timeline was 50 K and 50 miles and then right to hundred miles all within a calendar year. So it takes as long as it takes you guys. Some people, their progression is years like me. It took me 10 years to go from marathon to hundred miles. Some people that's going to happen a lot faster. And so this is really where uh, comparison comes into the picture here. And while in some instances it's helpful and useful to compare what you are doing to other people, it's never, ever, ever an apples to apples comparison. It's always apples to oranges. So you can look and see and watch what other people are doing, but never compare where you are to where they are. Because it's likely, unless you're BFFs with this person, you don't know where they're at in their own timeline. So you could be comparing yourself to, you know, me, 10 years into running ultras, or you could be comparing yourself to Sarah one year into running ultras. And you won't know unless you know the backstory. So there's no point in comparing yourself because you don't have the context, but you can look and watch and see what other people are doing and evaluate whether components, pieces, segments, or maybe even the whole of what they're doing could be something for you to evaluate and perhaps adapt into your own training. Don't, don't just buy in the whole lot, right? Don't just wipe out your training in favor of what someone else is doing because you see or you perceive that it's happening much faster for them. So they must be doing it quote unquote right. And what you're doing is quote unquote wrong. And you should wipe the slate clean and adopt whatever it is that they're doing. It's just not the case. Your training is going to take as long as it takes. And I wouldn't be me if I didn't put a shameless plug in there for mapping it out ahead of time. So not just assuming that you can cram 20 weeks worth of training into eight. Okay. The other thing I wrote down in my journal was that um, speeding things up can, it's funny because I actually wrote speeding things up can with an equal sign sloppy. So speeding things up can equal sloppy results. I sort of was writing really quickly because I wanted to get it all down on the paper before it left my brain. And when you force things, it can sometimes turn into a complete and utter disaster, aka clusterfuck. (laughs) Okay. I think we've all had maybe one, maybe more of those happen where we were just trying to get it done and in in our efforts to make it happen faster, we skip some steps, some things were missed, our actions were sloppy, the thoughts behind the actions and intentions were sloppy, and the results that we got probably reflected the effort and the intent that went into it. And yeah, while it was done, it wasn't done to the best of your ability, and you know you could do better, or you could do more, or you could get the actual result you were looking for and not something that was just, you know, subpar so-so. 
And actually a lot of women who have come into the run your first 50 K Facebook group recently have said, you know, I did X, Y, or Z race. I'm going to move on to the next distance. I noticed that the last time around during my training, I did this, or I didn't do that. And this time around, I'm going to yes, either do it or eliminate it in, in effort in what, what's the word I want? Well, yeah, in an effort to get better results than I got the last time, whether it's on that same race or on a different race, another race, maybe a further race. So keep this in mind, you guys. I don't know who to attribute this this quote to. And actually, it's really funny. I watched, um, what was it on Netflix? Um, Jack Ryan on Netflix the other day. And one of the quotes that came up in one of the episodes was slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And I love this one because it is so true. And it really ties in with what we're talking about here. The second you try to speed something up to be faster than the timeline that it's supposed to be, it turns into that sloppy, messy disaster clusterfuck, right? But when you go slow, you emphasize the smoothness of the whole thing, like getting the routine down, learning the different types of training, making it a habit, showing up every day. Like when you smooth out all of the rough edges, it actually makes it happen faster. All right. So keep those two things in mind, you guys. It takes as long as it takes. You can sure as shit try to speed it up. But the second you start to feel you know, that rattling from the inside, that's your first sign that you're probably trying to press this too fast, too quickly. And the second thing is to keep the whole idea of slow is smooth and smooth is fast in your brain as you start to, you know, adopt whatever it is that you're working on, whether you're starting to figure out your daily thought downloads, whether you're trying to work on your scheduling, whether you're trying to make the daily shakedown a part of your routine, whatever it is you're trying to do. And this is even outside the context of running. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. All right, you guys, I hope that you found that helpful. Keep those two things in mind as you go throughout the week. If you are curious about the 30 days of thought downloads and you want to join in the fun, hop on over to Facebook or I actually have the link down in the show notes below this episode, but you can just request to join search in the top of Facebook for run your first 50 K under groups. And when you find it, you'll just request to join. There's a couple quick questions that you'll need to answer. And also keep in mind, this group is exclusively for women because I don't know if you know, but I have this goal to help 10,000 women run their first 50 K. So that's all for this episode. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 oh,